At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello and welcome to episode 688 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday, but most of all, happy bounce back sweep day, baby. 4-0 last night, a clean sweep, 4-0, plus 2.62 units, guys. So again, this is sports betting. You have a tough day one day, don't let it get to you. You can bounce back the next day. Again, this is why we always got to stay even-keeled, flat betting, bankroll management. You guys know the drill, but it just goes to show you, don't get ever too don't get too high when you're running well, and don't get too cold when you're struggling here. You're always somewhere in the middle. It was great to see a nice bounce-back night last night after uh, a, rough, uh, a rough Monday. So 4-0, plus 2.62 units. The one that I really liked was the Phoenix Suns, because if you guys watch that game... Uh, and you watch kind of the way that line closed, that was just the ultimate fade the trendy dog play. And a lot of people reach out to me uh, when they saw that line get down to minus one and a half Phoenix, and like, ooh, this isn't good. Line's going to Golden State. And I fully admit, didn't I didn't like seeing that line get down to one and a half because, again, that was a uh, – most of the time when we were talking about the pot, I think they were minus two and a half, minus two. Even saw a minus three opener, something like that. So fully admit, a little bit of movement there to the Warriors. But I think what's important is that – the nuts and bolts of the game remain the same. And really what I'm talking about is the fact that it was still a really sharp fade the trendy dog. You were looking at the Phoenix Suns across the market. What were they getting, guys? I think they were getting like 25% of bets, super contrarian opportunity here. So even though it dipped a little bit, I don't. I think as betters, sometimes we kind of like overanalyze things, outsmart ourselves. Obviously, we want to turn over every you know nook and cranny, look over every, under every rock for an edge. But you know, it didn't change the fact that hey, Phoenix was still 
a really good Faye the Trendy dog play, a primetime game. And I can't stress this enough. When you get these, you know, 10 o'clock, 8 o'clock games, TNT, uh, ESPN, you have such heavy betting and you get such lopsided betting one way. And yet you're kind of, even though it dipped a little bit, you're still getting that contrarian favorite opportunity. I can't say it enough, guys. We like the gross dogs. We do not like the trendy dogs that become popular, and that's what the Warriors were. So the Suns absolutely laying the wood, easily covering and winning on our money line play, 134-105. But then also, how about a nice uh, gentleman's clap? A little golf clap there. Uh, 3-0 and in the NHL. You love to see it, guys. Starting to get these system matches starting to roll. That's what I'm excited about. We had VGK, who came through for the team. Calgary, my Boston Bruins, so a nice 3-0. and And really the best system match, which there is a match tonight. Hopefully you listen to the Morning Bets podcast because I uh, talked about a player we're going to talk about in hockey tonight. They were minus 115 when I bet them at 6 a.m. Now they're up to minus 130, hint, hint. But another system match in the two matches from last night with both uh, the Bruins uh, and with Calgary is a favorite versus a team on a back-to-back. Again, hockey is a very grueling sport. If you have a day off and the other team is second leg of a back-to-back, you know, number one, they're going to be tired, might not have their legs. Number two, maybe you're putting in your backup goalie. So that favorite versus a team on a back-to-back, it's now 14-7 and this year, 67%. And overall, if you look at the last couple years, it's 201 and 82-71%. So it's good this year, but it's actually been uh, even better the last couple years. So you love to see it. A nice 4-0, plus 2.62 units. So let's see if we can keep it rolling into a big Wednesday, guys. So a uh, lot to get to today. I do have one bet in the NHL. I have three in the NBA. I have an update on Rookie of the Year in the NBA. I think this might be your last chance to grab this guy that we grabbed earlier. Uh, but I think it might be your last chance to get any plus money. Hint, hint. I think you might know who it is. But talking NBA, NHL, then update in the NFL. I uh, have some updates here, some interesting line moves, in- including... A couple dogs that, again, moving off of key numbers, which I think is important because, again, I think as a better when you're betting NFL, you want to stay plugged into these lines all week long. You wait for the uh, the openers to drop, you know, late set, late Sunday. You look at the early moves. You track them throughout the week. You look at late game day movement when it comes to Sundays. Uh, but there are certain times in the week early on when if you pick off a good number, you can beat the closing line. So we've had a bunch of examples here. You know, obviously I keep going to the Seahawks because I thought that was like a blueprint play as a severe line move in favor of Seattle from start to finish. But when you're on a key number and you're going to fall, it might be time to grab that key number before it falls. So I got a couple of those for you guys, including a couple that are so disgusting, so disgusting, but they look kind of sharp. So I'll share them with you, including uh, four more college football bets. So I actually have a couple takes on some of the games for tomorrow, uh, as well as an update on a couple of these that we talked about over the last couple of days. So really excited to get back in the arena. I always mention this, but you know, when you're, when you're struggling, so what do we do? What was it on Monday? And it was a bad day. It was two and four minus 2.31 units. It's always a challenge when you have a bad night to bounce back and have a good night. And it's always a challenge when you have a good night, like last night, four and oh plus 2.62. It's a challenge to continue to stay in the green. So to me, you know, if you're a sports better, there's two things that you really got to have in your favor. Number one, you're a decider in chief, as the former president George W. George W. Bush said. Uh, the presidency is uh, basically the, the decider in chief. You decide what you bet and what you don't. It's not just what you decide to bet on. Uh, it's your decision making process, uh, always to lay off as well. Uh, but then also, you really got to be a competitor. You know, you got to have that competitive juice. Those competitive juices, like if you played sports or you like competition, I think you're going to be good at sports betting because it's always a daily challenge. And again, the challenge is. 
to try to win every day, of course, but the challenge is to stay hot when you're hot, to bounce back when you're cold, and the challenge is just to keep your head down and keep grinding when you're treading water and you're putting in the work, but you're you know up 0.01 units or down 0.02 units. You're really not making progress either way. You just stick with it, and the challenge is to continue to grind and not get too high or too low. So to me, being a decider-in-chief and being a competitor, if you if you have those two qualities, you're going to be a good sports better, especially with experience, You know, getting better, learning from your mistakes, re, uh, leaning on your strengths. That to me are those. There, that to me is are pretty uh, two pretty good aspects or important characteristics of what it takes to be a sports better. So, like think of it the other way. If you're just too hesitant, and you can never make a decision. This happens all the time when me and the fiance go out to eat. We'll look at the menu. Uh, she doesn't know what to get. There's five things on her mind. Then she's got to go on Yelp and look at pictures of all the different foods and what looks good. And then she'll pick something and then order it. And then she'll say, "I shouldn't have gotten that. I should have gotten something else." So if if you struggle with decision making. That's what's going to make sports betting difficult for you. Uh, and then also, you know, if you not are not much of a competitor, like, you know, when competition arises, you kind of, you know, you're shrinking violet or it doesn't bring out the best in you or you get too, too nervous or scared. Uh, that's also going to be a detriment too. But again, if you can be learn to be the best decision maker you can and be competitive, trying to compete and get better every day. Again, those are going to be benefits to you, I think, as a sports better long term. So I just wanted to mention that in general. But, of course, guys, a lot to get to today. Real quick, housekeeping, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. It's free, sent to your inbox every single morning. And I really like the newsletter today. It's called. It's now called the VEASAN Daily. You will get a link in the uh, VEASAN Daily newsletter to the Morning Bets pod every morning. Uh, but this one I really like because it's, it's titled Going in the Wong Direction. And my guy, Bill Adi, continues to have, like, the best titles for all these newsletters. But uh, it's a deep dive on teasers. Adam Burke looks at teasers, uh, looks at kind of Wong teasers. Anyone know what that is? Wong teaser is obviously going through those key numbers and kind of the strategic way to approach teasers. But I thought it was really interesting because, you know, teasers, they're hitting at a 68% clip this year for the Wong teaser legs. Usually they're 77%. So what's going on here? And I think there was a good example that Adam looked at with the Patriots, like, Take a minus eight down to minus two. You go through seven, you go through three. The Pats get rolled and lose outright. So I apologize personally for being a Patriots fan. Continue to be pathetic. Bill Belichick completely screwing up the quarterback situation. Either you either you start Bailey Zappi and stick with him, or you start Mac Jones and stick with him. I don't get it. Sit Mac Jones, play Zappi, then you play Mac Jones, give him another week to rest his ankle. That, that still bugs me. It still annoys me. I didn't even have action on the game. Just as a Pats fan, I think it's ridiculous. It's like the, the playbook to screw up a good young quarterback. How about he has a good year, and then you get bringing a couple bozos to call offensive plays. You completely switch the offense on him. He gets hurt. You hang him out to dry, and then you put him in there and then pull him when he makes a pick. Like uh, Great job. That's like the, the playbook of how to ruin a young quarterback. So, see, he, this is me as a, a New England or a Patriots fan, my, my craziness coming out. Anyway, uh, at least I got my Dunks coffee today. Yeah, I got my Dunks coffee. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, great article here on teasers. Uh, if you want to look more into it, leading off the newsletter, you also get Dave Tooley's takes. You get my early uh, or my article here on five NFL Week 8 games wise guys are targeting. My weekly article here, Michael Lombardi has thoughts on the Giants and the Jets. After Week 7, we have college football trends from Steve Mackinnon. Uh, we also have promos for legal sports books, all included in the newsletter for free every morning sent to your inbox. Just sign up for free, vsan.com slash newsletter. And then again, if you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey, you're using all the great free resources at VEASAN, and you're saying, hey, I like it, but give me more, give me more. Well, guess what? Become a member. When you become a member, you get everything. You get all the articles beyond the paywall. We have a great team of analysts and writers pumping out great content every day. You also get afternoon best bet picks. 
Best bets from all the VEASAN experts. What are Mitch and Pauly and Maddie Humans and the whole crew on? You'll get uh, you know multiple emails throughout the day with all the picks at a glance, with all the guests at VEASAN as well. Actionable tips gleaned from all the different shows. Our VEASAN Pro Tools, betting splits, percentage of wagers from DraftKings. I've had a lot of people reach out to me about those percentages, and I think they're starting to catch on. we still got a, a group of flat earthers out there who uh, think the world is flat and percentages are meaningless, but that's okay. Uh, they can keep going, uh, you know, see if, they're, if they'll fall off the edge of the, uh, the ocean there somewhere in the Pacific. But no, we have people who actually understand and realize and see the proof in the pudding that, guess what, using data, using percentages, using line moves, they're important, they're meaningful. And again, at VEASAN, I think it's a gr- one of the best tools we offer, getting these real, real percentages from DraftKings. And of course, we always get the, yeah, but DraftKings is a square book. It's a square book. The percentages don't mean nothing. Actually flip it. The percentages are more meaningful because if it's a square book like you say, which square means basically they cater to public bettors who who really don't know what they're doing, then isn't that even better in terms of percentages? Because the percentage of bets where the public is, it's even more of like a public on steroids barometer of where the public is if these are all square betters. So again, that, that one always gets me too. And, and yeah, why would DraftKings put out this info if it's going to help people win? Why? Because they're a licensed book. They have to go through the process of all the check marks from the SEC and the gambling commissions. And again, it, it's, a, it's a promotional thing. They get their name with percentages out there. But also, it's kind of a, uh, a no-lose situation here because, again, the public, we're trying to get the, the whole point of the Market Insights pod is to get new bettors to you know kind of pick up a strategy of betting on sports that is data-driven and analytics-driven. But still, there's so many public bettors who don't look at this stuff. So, again, it's a win-win for both sides. But, yeah, the percentages, they don't mean nothing. Okay, okay. You, you, you just keep thinking that, buddy. Again, Sir Isaac Newton's apple on falling on the head. I guess gravity ain't real either. But that just gets me going again. I'm, I'm ready for my next Twitter battle when I post something and they say, yeah, but the, the percentages are meaningless. Okay, buddy. Maybe they are to you, but not to the rest of us. Who use them to make uh, smart winning bets? But anyway, guys, all that insight and information located, vsan.com slash subscribe when you become a member. Less than 70 cents a day, the equivalent once you sign up. Uh, and then, of course, lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter is huge for breaking news, breaking injuries. We operate in a real-time market. This market is fluid. It's constantly moving, changing, and evolving. We need to be the first to know about things that could affect our bet and move the number and then act accordingly as quick as we can before the odds makers adjust. So make sure you get on Twitter. Follow at VEASAN Live, the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com. Questions, comments, suggestions, anything I can do to help you along in your sports betting journey, you let me know. So that being said, guys, after a great clean sweep last night, 4-0 plus 2.62 units, I got another four-pack for you today. I got one NHL. I got three NBA. Let's see if we can, you know, maybe pull off another 4-0 or a 3-1. Let's just do whatever we can to grind out a profit here. Uh, but then also we'll, we'll finish up the second half of the pod with some updates here, NFL and college football for the upcoming weekend. So I want to start off with a little bit of NHL. Let's go to the NHL slate for tonight. There's only three games. Uh, only had really one game that really caught my eye, and it's the system match that cashed last night with both the Bruins and the Calgary Flames. It's the rested favorite against a team on a back-to-back, and it would match tonight with the New York Islanders. So number one, did anyone play the Islanders from the morning bets Josh's sweats uh, this morning? Because I mentioned that game, it was minus 115. I'm looking at the lines now, guys. Minus 125, minus 130. I see a book, minus 135. So right off the bat, I love the fact that you know a system match that was identified early this morning, the line is going toward that system match. I think that's another angle here. When you're betting, when you're system-based better, you want basically the past, the historical angle system match to line up with the present day 
information. So, like, for example, if we have a second leg of a back-to-back match on the Islanders, it's great that this line is going to the Isles. It opened out a pick em, like, minus 105. Now it's Isles, minus 125, minus 130. If it was opening a pick em, Islanders are uh, Rangers are the, uh, the tired team second leg of a back-to-back, but let's say it flipped Rangers minus 125, then that's no good because basically the present-day data is going to the Rangers, whereas the historical angle would be going toward the Isles. So in those in those situations, that's just a complete layoff for me. But if we have the present-day line movement percentages going with the historical angle here that's been successful over the last few years, then boom, that to me is the best of both worlds, combining the present and the past. So just wanted to mention that real quick. But either way, guys, I'm on the Islanders. Uh, again, they opened minus 105, minus 115 this morning. They're up to minus 125, minus 130. We've seen home favorites with a line move. This has arguably been the best angle so far to start the year. 35 and 14, 71%, a 10% ROI. Uh, home favorites are 63%, so not quite as good. But it's really the key that your home favorite with the line move in your favor, with some respected money, pushing the, excuse me, pushing the number. Again, biggest angle here would be the line move and that favorite versus team on a back-to-back. Again, 71% last couple years, 67% this year. Also, you're going to get the backup goalie for the Rangers, Yaroslav Halak, uh, should be going in net. I don't know if it's going to be Sorokin or Varlamov. I think it's going to be Sorokin here because the Islanders are a little more rested. Uh, but the Rangers, not only second leg of a back-to-back, it's their third game in four days. So that's kind of a tough spot uh, for the Rangers here. Uh, also, you look at the Isles, they're 2-1 as a favorite. They have slightly better offense, 3.17 goals a game versus 3.14. Slightly better defense, 3 goals allowed versus 3.29. Um, and again, this is a system match that was cashing last night with the Bruins and Calgary Flames. So I'm riding it. We got the line move. We got a rest versus tired. We got a couple good system matches. Give me the Isles, guys. I got the Isles this morning at minus 115. Right now, shop around. The best number I see is minus 125. Now let's go over to the NBA. So again, it's just it's just hockey and NBA tonight, guys. That's all we got here. But again, I think uh, the whole point of betting is, you know, whether you got a big slate, small slate, uh, again, we're going to grind and, and try to find the best plays on the board, the games that fit our model. Let's not force anything, but if we see system matches, we're going to fire away here. So first on the board for me, uh, this is also a morning bets pod play. Hopefully we come through. I, I will admit I'm getting a little frustrated with these NBA overs. Uh, overs on the year are 28 and 26. It feels like every over I bet always sails under, but I'm not going to give up on it because this was kind of my best angle last year. These data-driven over uh, steam moves with you know good pace, good offense, bad defense, you know, and, and rested those sort of situations. Uh, but this was a number that again, if you listen to the Morning Bets Pod, you're getting a good number right now. I took the over uh, earlier this morning, Atlanta and Detroit over 229. You're up to 229 and a half or 230. So try to find a 229 and a half. I do see them out here or out on the board. But a couple of reasons why I like this Hawks Pistons over. Uh, number one is the line movement, of course, 228 up to 229 and a half or 230 at this point. Uh, also, you look at the betting percentages. Public's actually on the Detroit Pistons under here. The Pistons are three and one to the under. Um, but even though you're only getting 33% of bets on the over. It's taking into account 55% of the money. So that's a pretty good low bets, higher dollar bet split, basically a contrarian over, which is kind of rare, you know, as a contrarian better betting against the public, public loves favorites, love, loves overs like 99% of my bets are on dogs and unders, but there are fade the trendy dog opportunities. Like last night with Phoenix, there are contrarian over opportunities where the public, they really want to bet that over. They want to root for points. But, man, they see Pistons 3-1 to the under. The number's kind of high, almost 230. Hey, let's go under here. Those are the situations where I like to go against the grain, zig when the public zags, 
go the other way, take a contrarian over. Those are kind of your sometimes your only over opportunities in the in uh, the NBA in particular to go contrarian and still bet against the public, but also beyond that over uh, steam system match. So we have the contrarian over. Uh, we have the line move to the over. We also have Atlanta rested. They last played on the 23rd. Uh, Detroit is back, second line of a back-to-back. They played last night. Maybe tired legs, but also maybe bad defense. I think that is uh, also a part of it. I also like the fact that Detroit, they're a 7.5-point uh, home dog. You know, if they were a 7.5-point road dog, I could see, you know, Atlanta getting up big, taking their foot off the gas fourth quarter. You just run the clock out. You chew up the clock, you get out of there. The fact that the Pistons are a home dog, I don't think they're going to give up. To me, you're going to fight till the bitter end. I've just seen this anecdotally. i, I got to get the data to prove it. I could be wrong, but I just noticed, like, when you're the dog at home, you keep playing till the end because your home crowd, uh, who if they're still sticking around to watch you, you're going to want to do well. Uh, again, so that's kind of a different angle. Like, you know, the classic example with college basketball is, like, Gonzaga. Gonzaga's at home. They're, like, a 17-point favorite against some, you know, East Eastern Washington or something. The total's, like, 150 uh, you know, they're up like 84 to, I don't know, 60 uh, in the, sec- the second half of the second half. And then they just kind of cruise and, and, you, and you get the under. You just run out the clock. But the other angle there, and again, that system match, which I know I'm on a tangent here. We don't have a lot, of more, lot more games to talk about. But that system match is always good with the um, big home favorite spread with a high total. That falls especially. So, again, whole point being, I like the fact that Pistons are the dog at home. Hopefully you fight till the bitter end, try to score versus being on the road, giving up and packing it in. Uh, but also a couple angles for this one. Uh, you do have, what do I have here? Um, Atlanta, number nine in terms of pace. So one of the fastest paced teams, the Hawks so far, Detroit, number 26 defensively. So again, hopefully morning bets pod. You jumped on these numbers early like the Isles, but uh, I'm holding an over 229. Right now you're holding basically an over 229 and a half, but shop around. There's two thirties out there, but there are two twenty nines and a half. And I think you don't, don't like roll your eyes. It could land right on 230, at which point the 229.5 cashes, the 230 pushes. It can really come down to just one missed bucket or, or one made free throw or missed free throw. But either way, I like this movement toward the over. Contrarian over, good pace, bad defense. Give me the Pistons over 229.5. Next play for me, I'm going to go Milwaukee Bucks money line. This is 7:30 Eastern primetime game. Nets and the Bucks. I'm going Bucks to win the game. So what I noticed is, you know, when this game opened. Uh, it was like Bucks laying three, got up to three and a half, got up to four. You're back down to three and a half. I still think I, you know, fully admit there looks like there was some Nets plus four money that brought it back down to three and a half. But now I'm starting to see it creep back up to four. So it's kind of going back the other way. I don't love the fact that, you know, this is kind of a semi public play here. Uh, I think you're getting like 68% of bets on the Bucks. But my angle here with, with taking the Bucks, I'm going to go money line. So I got the Bucks at minus 160, win the damn game. Uh, but big angle to me, number one is rest. Uh, the Nets have not, or the Nets have uh, played. Let's see, the Nets played on the 24th. Their last game, the Bucks didn't play since the 22nd. So the Bucks have been off since Saturday. The Nets played Monday. Uh, you also have um, a spot here where the Nets are playing their second game in three nights. So I think it's a tired spot for the Nets. The Bucks are rested, ready to go. Uh, also, you look at um, defensively, Milwaukee is the number one defensive efficiency team in the NBA. Brooklyn is dead last, 30th. Milwaukee's only given up 96 points a game. Brooklyn is giving up 123 a game. That is a huge discrepancy. Uh, so if you add in the huge defensive discrepancy, the rest advantage, um, you know, and then also the other thing here is just the head-to-head. Giannis versus KD, their last six matchups, Giannis is 5-1 and one against the spread against Kevin Durant. So to me, this is a Nets team that, again, still has question marks. 
Simmons really hasn't done much for you to start the year. I think you're getting a rested Bucks team at kind of a low number. I'm hoping this thing creeps back up to four across the board and gets painted here. Um, it's not a perfect fade the trendy dog play uh, like the Suns last night. But to me, with that huge rest advantage, that big defensive edge, and Giannis really you know, locking down KD head-to-head in these matchups, I think Milwaukee's getting ready to go and, and really is up for this game, which I think is on ESPN tonight, ESPN or TNT, one of those. Uh, but it's going to be a very heavily bet game, and I'm going to go Bucks here. See if we can just hashtag win the damn game. Give me Bucks rested, minus 160 on the money line. Last play for me, one of the fishiest lines of the day. Why on earth are the Miami Heat? a two or two and a half point favorite on the road against the undefeated Blazers. The Miami Heat are one and three. The Blazers are four and oh, four and oh straight up four and oh ATS. So why are the Heat favored? Just right off the bat, without even looking at the percentages, the line move system matches, that is fishy right off the bat to me. Uh, so this is a really good contrarian opportunity to me. This is your, your kind of uh, best contrarian play of the day. If you look at some of these bet splits, uh, that are coming in here uh, for this game. Everybody is riding the coattails of Damian Lillard, and I totally get it. Been off to a great start, the only undefeated team, uh, both ATS and straight up. You're getting almost 70% of bets on the Blazers at home. But yet if the Blazers are getting 70% of bets, this game actually opened at like a pick em. Some shops even open like a slight favorite to the Blazers. And now you flip dog to fave toward the Miami Heat. So the Heat are only getting across the board about 30% of bets, yet the line is moving in their favor. This looks like a really fishy fade. The, and again, fade the trendy dog at this point. Blazers are now the dog. But it's just notable to me that, you know, why are the Heat favored if they have the worst record and haven't covered and the Blazers are, by definition, you know, the best team in the league right now? Uh, I think it's a good buy opportunity on Miami. This is a good team that's just kind of off to a slow start. 1-3 straight up. 0-4 ATS is also kind of a classic buy low bad ATS. 0-4 Heat versus a sell high good ATS. Blazers 4-0. Um, it's almost like in betting, you know, Miami Heat, they're they've they're one and three in their bets so far, and Portland's four and zero. You know, Portland's probably not as good as they are right now. Miami Heat probably isn't as bad as they are right now. It's somewhere in the middle. I think hopefully this is a game where we see some regression in favor of Miami. Uh, so again, Portland also in a tired spot. Portland is playing their third game in four days. So hopefully that kind of rears its ugly head here. Also, a cherry on top, nothing crazy, but I always like to look at referees. Uh, you do have three road refs tonight. Kevin Cutler, Rodney Mott, Danielle Scott. Uh, Daniel Scott in particular, like 60% to the road team. But all these uh, referees here are between like 51 and 60% to the road team. So really fishy. <coughs> Excuse me. Why are the Heat favored if they are the worst record and haven't covered and Blazers are undefeated? Why did the line flip dog to fave toward the Heat if 70% of bets are on the Blazers? So this is kind of a classic play for me, guys. Long story short, you probably know me by now. I'm not going to lay a two or a two and a half, have the Heat win by one or two and push or lose. If I lay a two and a half, this is a money line play for me. So shop around. I got the Heat on the money line at minus 130. So our three bets for tonight. Can we get two of these? I'm on the Miami Heat minus 130, the Bucks minus 160, and the Atlanta Hawks Detroit Pistons over 229 and a half. Uh, before we take a quick break here, guys, just wanted to mention one more thing. I always want to keep our finger on the pulse or at least stay you know, glued into some futures bets here. Uh, so I'm looking at one player for MVP. I'll just tell you right now, it's Jason Tatum. He has moved. Uh, I think he's like plus 900 down to plus 700. He's got only like 7% of bets, but 14% of the money. So I'm keeping my eye on Tatum, just from what I'm seeing from him so far. Maybe this is the year Tatum really breaks through. But the one that I really want to mention, this is called, this is like uh, all aboard, all aboard, last chance, all aboard. This is the last train leaving the station. 
for Paolo Bancaro, Rookie of the Year. Paolo Bancaro, who, again, I will always remember as Woj, completely doing us dirty. I thought your, your, your word was gold, Woj. I will never, ever, ever forgive you, and I'll never take full confidence in any report you ever give me because of the number one overall pick, telling us it's definitely going to be Smith and it was Bancaro. But anyway, all Woj bets aside, isn't it funny? You always remember the ones you lose. You don't really remember the ones you win. I guess that's the life of a sports better. Uh, but anyway, uh, Bancaro, rookie of the year, guys. I think this is a, this is going to be a runaway. I don't want to jinx it. Knock on wood. But Bancaro, through four games, is averaging 23 points a game, seven and a half rebounds, three assists. He's got some of the best numbers through four games since LeBron James. So this guy is fantastic. I definitely don't fault the Magic for taking him. I fault Woj for getting duped into thinking it was going to be uh, Jabari Smith. But I see the sky the limit for Paolo Bancaro, guys. I was actually watching a couple of these Orlando Magic games. He's the best player on the floor. And it's not just a you know an eye test take Bancaro. It's all about the line movement, too. I mean, I jumped on Bancaro plus 300. Who's holding a Market Insights pod plus 300 Rookie of the Year Bancaro? If so, you're feeling really good right now because I just got a fresh batch of data from John Ewing at BetMGM. Paolo Bancaro is down to plus 110. He's only getting uh, 25% of bets, but almost 40% of the money. So he's got the biggest discrepancy, low bets, higher dollars, the biggest handle share. Uh, and again, why I joke, you know, with the train leaving the station, toot, toot, Bancaro, toot, toot. It's your last chance because pretty soon I think it's going to flip to a minus number. Uh, before you know it, this is going to be minus 120, minus 150, minus 200. Uh, this, this could be your last chance here to jump on Paolo Bancaro. Plus 110 to win Rookie of the Year. Again, I'm holding a 300, so feeling pretty damn good about it. Uh, but if you missed it and you're still trying to get some plus money, I really don't see anyone beating Ben Carroll at this point. The only guy who's gotten close. Uh, so remember, remember Chet Holmgren who got hurt. He actually had some love over the summer league. Uh, but the other guy that's really kind of made a move is, is Benedict Matherin. Uh, he's moved up pretty good. I think he's down to like plus 700 or something. Maybe plus 500. He's the only one who's really close to Bancaro. But I see Bancaro is running away with this thing. So, again, just a toot-toot. Last chance to jump on. The train's moving. You better jump on. I'm holding out my hand. Jump up. I'll grab you. Come on, Bancaro train. Toot-toot. Let's go, Bancaro. Let's catch this play. Uh, there you have it, guys. I don't think you'd get a Paolo Bancaro, uh, you know, uh, you know, train uh, train noises emojis today, but you did get it. Hopefully it'll uh, lead us to the, to the promised land with some money at the end of the year. But anyway, we're going to take a very, very short break. We just ran through all of our bets for today. Let's look for let's look at some updates here going into the weekend. I got NFL updates. I got college football updates. All when we return in episode 688 of the VEASAN Market Insights podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with. In the arena, approaching betting from a data-driven contrarian angle. The guy who you swept the board with last night. That's right, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
way. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of Market Insights is brought to you by Yes on Prop 27 and DraftKings. Half the country already allows online sports betting for adults 21 years and older. It's time to let California fans and sports bettors in on the action. There's no good reason why your friends in New York, Chicago, Phoenix, Portland, and Boston can bet online, while Californians are still forced to deal with shady bookies and left out in the cold. Prop 27 ensures that California will finally catch up to the rest of the country. So make sure if you live in California that you're registered to vote for this fall's midterm elections coming up soon here, coming up November 8th, And make sure you get out there to the polls and vote yes on Prop 27 so we can hashtag let us bet in California. All right, everyone, we are back at it after a nice clean sweep last night. Nice bounce back, 4-0 plus 2.62 units. The Bruins, VGK, Calgary, 3-0 NHL, and a nice fade the trendy dog. Again, you give me a primetime game, you know, with everybody and their mother betting it and everyone's on one side and we get a contrarian favorite, boom, take that every time. So uh, nice, to, nice to see the Suns coming through for the team last night. But uh, we started the pod talking our four bets for tonight. Can we get three of them or more? Can we get the Islanders? Got the Isles minus 115 earlier this morning, but now it's like minus 125. Atlanta, the over, Bucks money line, Miami money line. Now let's go, to, and of course, Paolo Bancaro, toot toot. Uh, but let's go to NFL and college because we've got a lot of games upcoming Again, I always make this comparison, but the board gets clearer throughout the week. It's almost like an Etch-A-Sketch where, uh, you know, it's, it's tough to read it, and then you kind of, like, keep keep wiggling it, and then, boom, you can kind of discern or make, uh, you know, kind of make a, uh, a better impression or a better understanding of what you're seeing, basically. So uh, I want to start off with uh, NFL, guys. So a couple of just updates here that I wanted to mention. Number one, we'll have a full breakdown for Thursday Night Football, uh, tomorrow night, Baltimore and Tampa Bay. But I got to tell you guys, as bad as Tom Brady looks, and he looks bad, uh, as bad as the Bucks look, believe me, they look terrible. I gotta tell you, I'm thinking about putting the hazmat on for Tam for Tampa uh, Tampa Brady for Tam. I did it again for Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. Say that ten times fast. Uh, the look head line in this game was Tampa laying like three, laying four and a half. Uh, because the Bucks have looked so terrible, this line flipped at one point to Baltimore minus two. I even saw one book uh, inch up to minus two and a half Baltimore. Makes total sense. You know, Tampa Bay looks absolutely terrible. 
Uh, maybe Tom Brady should have, uh, you know, stayed with Giselle and not come back this year. Uh, you look at the Baltimore Ravens, who are coming off a win. They've won two of their last three. Ravens are four and three. Tampa's three and four. So it makes total sense, right? Fade Brady, take Baltimore. But I wouldn't be so sure, guys. I haven't bet this game myself. Uh, I'm going to wait. I want to see where kind of this late movement goes. But I am loving this hazmat buyback toward Tom Brady. Because if you look at just about 24, 48 hours ago, Baltimore was a two-point favorite in this one on the road. Look up today, the line is down to minus one. So that's really important because Tom Brady is only getting 21% of bets in this game. 80% of bets. Again, we just mentioned that primetime spot. Uh, fade the trendy dog there. Not a fade the, fade the trendy dog. This is, this, uh, this is different. This is a, just a hazmat contrarian um, dog here. But um, in those one-off games, those heavily bet primetime games, 80% of bets you know, were, uh, were all over the Warriors last night. This is almost like Baltimore's in that Warriors spot. You know, the line's coming back to Tampa Bay. If this was like, you know, Baltimore up to minus three, you know, again, key number Brady three, I totally get that. Let's better example would be like if it's still minus two, minus two and a half. And it's like, okay, hazmat Brady, contrarian heavily bet game, primetime dog, I get it. But this actually, I like it better. On the one hand, you're like, man, I'm only getting one right now. That stinks. I would rather get more points. But it's also a good sign that, hey, everyone's betting Baltimore, but the line is going back toward Tom Brady. So using our bet splits, only uh, 21% bets, but 48% of the money is on Brady. There would be a dog who didn't cover last week, 59% ATS. Dog who, um, primetime dogs, 58%. Last couple years, dogs in general, 58%. So this one's gross. It's disgusting. But I wouldn't just run to the book and, and bet Baltimore because the eye test tells you Tampa Bay stinks. They do right now. But the betting market is coming back toward Brady. So just stay tuned. We might be back in a hazmat Brady play, which you really don't get too often. Uh, I wanted to mention a couple more here, guys. Uh, the, this is actually kind of ironic or kind of timing is everything, I guess, in life. Uh, but remember I was saying the Denver Broncos plus three looked like it could be getting down to two and a half. It was during yesterday's pod. Well, it did. It's down to two and a half. Some books are down, even maybe creeping down to two. I saw a report, Russell Wilson, he, the guy's just cringeworthy sometimes, but, uh, it's not his fault. He's just like, dude, you're such a dork. Uh, even though you're a great athlete, I get it. But like there was a report here that, um, that Russell Wilson on the, the eight hour plane trip to, uh, to London, he was running up and down the aisles and stretching while everyone else was sleeping. Russell Wilson was doing jumping jacks at 30,000 feet. Like, dude, come on. Like, seriously, like number one, if that's true, cool. But you need that to be like, how'd that get out? Did that get like, that just is just like, again, cringeworthy. Anyway, total separate note. Lions going back to Denver. This is uh, of course a London game. You, you were at three. Now you're down to two and a half. Uh, again, I don't know if we get back up to three, but let's see where this thing moves because Denver right now is only getting 26% bets, but 59% of the money. Uh, maybe you're looking at a hazmat play with Denver there if you're waking up early enough and you're not too hungover after a Saturday night here of getting ready for uh, for Halloween. But again, notable, Lions going to Denver just as we thought yesterday, three down to two and a half. Uh, this is kind of maybe a last call for Carolina. I like Carolina Atlanta. I've liked them from the start. Severe line move. They're getting at one point like six and a half. They're down to four and a half. That severe line move is nine and four ATS. Again, cash with Seahawks last week. But I'm seeing a lot of these four and a halves juiced up like it may be getting down to four. I even see one book down to four. So, again, it's tough to take a team plus four and a half when you could have gotten a six and a half. Obviously, no one has a crystal ball to know it was going to fall that much. Um, but if you're getting a four and a half and you're saying, ooh, that's the worst of it, no value, you may still beat the closing line. This thing looks like it may be creeping down to four. So uh, I officially jumped on Carolina plus four and a half. Again, maybe you want to tease it up. I totally get that. Uh, but Carolina, four and a half, looks like it could be getting down to four. So I think it's important to grab it now before you lose the hook. Again, you lose by four, you want to cover with that hook. That's a divisional dog. Divisional dogs doing well this year. 20 and 15 ATS, 57%. 
A couple other updates here. The Jets. The Jets. I can't help but kind of like the Jets here against my Patriots, not just because I'm a disgruntled Patriots fan. This line is moving back toward the Jets. This actually um, open. I saw this was kind of weird. Like some openers were like Patriots minus one. It got up to Patriots minus two and a half. Now it's back down to two and it's back down to one and a half. So there's a lot of money coming back on the Jets here, causing this line to come back in their direction. So all movement is going back toward New York. This would be a divisional dog, dog who missed the playoffs last year. Excuse me, 60%. Who the hell knows who's going to start at quarterback? I would assume it's Mac Jones, but I think Belichick is screwing this thing up like never before. I like the Jets at home in this one, guys. Divisional dog, you're getting some late buyback. As of right now, I'm leaning Jets in this one, get, taking a couple points. Uh, other one that caught my eye, maybe last call, toot toot, for Washington plus three, the Commanders. This is another severe line move, open as high as like plus six down to plus three. Really juiced up on the Washington side all the way down to three, but now it's plus three at minus 120. So it could be even getting down to two and a half. I actually see one book that is down to two and a half. So again, last call on a key number. I'm on Washington. I did put them in pocket plus three. Uh, that would match a lot of systems here. Severe line move dog, dog who missed the playoffs, 60% ATS. And I'm just not going to lay points with Ellinger. I'm taking Heineke here with some points here and a line move in your favor and correlative betting. Uh, if you look at the total here, 42 and a half down to 40. I see some 39 and a halfs. The total's dropping and the line is moving toward the dog. That's always a good sign. Uh, if you see the line to the favorite and the over, that's a good sign for the favorite because fewer amount of expected points scored uh, is really a better, um, it makes it harder for the favorite to cover the numbers. So correlative betting, that's a good sign that you're seeing the total fall as at the same time as you're seeing the line continue to go toward Washington. Uh, what did I miss here? Another one, uh, Rams. Rams are kind of like the Jets here a little bit. Uh, San Francisco opened. Uh, I saw some openers, like, it was kind of crazy. I saw some openers that were like Rams minus three. It flipped all the way to San Fran uh, minus two. And now those minus twos, or even some two and a halfs, they're down to one and a half. So line's coming back toward the Rams. Uh, Rams would have a rest advantage. They're coming off a bye. I got to double check McVay off a bye. Uh, McVay is a dog. He's owned to ATS this year, but off a bye, we really want those favorites off a bye. They do much better than dogs off a bye. Favorites off a bye, again, cash with uh, the Titans last week. They're like 57%. Dogs off a bye are more like 50 50, but that would be a rest advantage. The line's coming back toward the Rams. It's a divisional dog. Um, short number here. I'm actually leaning a little bit toward the Rams. Uh, they're only getting 23% of bets. Everybody and their mother is on San Fran here. So just wanted to mention that. Uh, don't 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 dismiss the Rams or the Jets. Very similar numbers that kind of were opening as a favorite, flipped the other way. Uh, now they're coming back down. So those are a couple numbers that I'm looking out for. Maybe a tease them. Uh, but again, teasers as the uh, the newsletter this morning mentioned, not cashing at the rate that they typically are. Uh, so sometimes teasers, it's like funny. You, you win a couple of long teasers, you're like, man, this is like I, I found the the holy grail. Let's just tease through key numbers. We'll be millionaires. Then something like the Patriots happens, and you kind of realize like teasers, they're a tease. Hint, hint, they're a tease. Uh, they don't want to make you don't want to be on only a teaser better. You want to be basically a conventional better most of the time, and just sprinkle in a tease here and there if you really feel like you have a good a good edge. But just some updates there with some uh, good line moves that to keep an eye out for for NFL Week Eight. Uh, now to college. Uh, we'll have a full breakdown tomorrow. Tomorrow's a big day. Uh, tomorrow is, is it World Series. That's no, the 28th. Uh, we have a big day in hockey, big big day NBA, college football, NFL. But a couple of college football games for tomorrow, and then just some updates overall I wanted to mention. Number one, we'll have a full breakdown tomorrow. But I mentioned this one with Mitch and Pauly in the morning, uh, this morning on Follow the Money. Southern Miss. I like Southern Miss, guys. Southern Miss is catching my eye for tomorrow night. This actually opened Louisiana on the road as a two-point favorite. 
It's now flipped to Southern Miss minus one. So this line is flipping towards Southern Miss. Um, even though the big majority of bets are on Louisiana, 60% of bets Louisiana, yet we have dog to fave towards Southern Miss. Only 40% bets, but 60% of the money. So this is kind of that classic dog to fave, contrarian, fishy line move. I'm looking at Southern Miss on the money line right now, like a minus 110. But again, hopefully by tomorrow, they're up to minus two. Uh, if that continues in that direction, that's going to be a good sign. But Southern Miss has caught my eye. Also, Utah and Washington State, that's a 10 o'clock game. Seems like an easy, easy win with Utah, 5-2. and two. Uh, You know, the Washington State Cougars have lost two in a row. Um, looks like an easy play, just take Utah. But Utah actually opened as high as like minus 8, minus 9. They're down to minus 7. Now, the last sharp move I saw Washington State was the hook 7.5, so let's see if we can maybe get the hook back. But that is a really contrarian opportunity um, on Washington State, only getting 30% bets but 48% of the money, and the line's moving in their favor. So kind of a good reverse line move toward Washington State and toward Southern Miss for tomorrow. Uh, the other one that I just wanted to mention real quick uh, in terms of some numbers that we're monitoring, uh, where is it? Kansas State, still loving K-State, super contrarian, dog to fave, fishy line move. Um, it's not the unranked home fave, but it's the worst ranked home fave versus ranked opponent. They went from, again, getting a point or two against OK State, now laying a point and a half, so still looking good K-State. Uh <laughs> excuse me, UCF. I'm still looking at UCF contrarian play, but at one point they were minus one across the board. Now it's getting back down to a pick. So see some books even going to minus one since yeah, still lean uh, UCF, but little, little scared off by that kind of buyback towards Cincinnati. That would still be an unranked first ranked opportunity. But then the one that I really wanted to mention, and again, hope maybe you jumped on this, but Texas A&M, Texas A&M against Ole Miss. Ole Miss is ranked. They're seven and one. Texas A&M is three and four. Texas A&M is, has lost three straight. But everyone and their mothers on Ole Miss, yet Ole Miss open laying three. We talked about it on the pod yesterday. It was down to two and a half. So it's like, okay, smart money going Texas A&M. Let's see if we can wait and get the uh, the key number of three. I don't know if we're going to get it, guys. I see books going down to two. So that's a good sign here. Texas A&M really gross, only 17% of bets, yet the line continues to go in their favor. So A&M continues to look sharp going into this weekend. So just wetting your whistle, just a little bit of football talk. Again, guys, today it's an NHL and an NBA day. Let's see if we can uh, win a few of these here for tonight. Can I? Can we get three or more of our four bets and continue to stay hot here? But anyway, guys, reminder, as always, excuse me, if you enjoy the Market Insights podcast, if it's helped you cash some bets, if you feel like, hey, I have a blueprint now to attack betting. I'm not just throwing darts and betting based on gut instinct or bias or what I think or want to happen. No, you're putting your bias at the door and you're reading off the market. What is the market telling us? Because this market has a lot of respected money that moves numbers. And if we can read the market, again, that gives us a huge leg up in terms of where's the public, where are the sharps. Uh, and again, I want to be on the sharp side every time if I can help it. Uh, but anyway, if the pod has helped you at all, the warning bets pod or uh, the market insights pod, the, uh, the appetizer or the main course, then there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Buy a copy for you or for a friend or a buddy or you have no idea what to get your dad or your uncle or your cousin for Christmas or Hanukkah or their birthday. Get them a copy of my book. Again, it's got everything you need to know or basically everything that is important, I think, that you should know if you're a new better, as well as all the tips and strategies and ways that I look at games to be a market-driven better, kind of the playbook to be a data-driven better. But it's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, all included in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you've already bought a copy, seriously, I really appreciate it. Thank you. And if you're going to maybe pick one up, then hey, thank you. That means a lot to me. But either way, guys, uh, as always, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River, in Rhode Island, the Brook of New Hampshire, 
Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in newly legalized Connecticut. Before you know it, we'll be sweating games legally at the Encore in Boston starting in hopefully early to mid-January or out in New York where uh, you have a ton of different apps and you're breaking handle records every day. But not for long. If you do your part, you Californians out there, again, if you're in Cali and you listen to the pod, I need you to go door-to-door saying hashtag yes on Prop 27. Let's get everyone to vote yes and legalize betting in America's biggest state. Vote yes on Prop 27 in the midterm elections. Uh, and then, of course, out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners where the lowest shoes possible is found at the South Point or at the Stadium Swim. So when Sharp Contrarian plays at Circa with the crew or hanging out by the Mega Book, uh, getting a victory burger, the Mandalay Bay, the Superbook, wherever it may be. Show me a clean sweep last night, guys. Show me a Fade the Trendy Dog Phoenix Suns money line. Show me a Boston Bruins VGK Calgary ticket. Guess what? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book so that Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. I wish you the best of luck, guys. Enjoy your Wednesday. We'll be back at it for a big thirsty Thursday tomorrow. Uh, but as always, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money. Never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But it's going to win a majority of the time over the long haul. And we're playing a long game here. So if we can consistently find that sweet spot, against the public with the house with the pros flat bet avoid parlays get some closing line value if we can do that we're going to be okay long term so wish you the best luck everyone do not forget to tip your ticket writer and as always let's see if we can cash some tickets tonight because as the godfather of Eason likes to say brent musburger cashing tickets is what it's all about enjoy the sweats guys good luck at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.